0: today on paladin financial talk we're going to talk about preparing for retirement as a couple
1: this is paladin financial talk with jeff foley from
0: paladin financial basically the more accounts you have the more opportunities there are for mistakes so taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make when
1: a part of your financial strategy is out of tune Your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley.
0: Welcome to Paladin Financial Talk. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and thank you for joining us this week, folks. We're in mid-July here and uh, we're we're going to talk this week about preparing for retirement as a couple, and uh, a lot of uh, fun topics that go around with that. And we've we've uh, we've survived Fourth of July here at Paladin Financial, and have all of our fingers and toes, and hope everyone listening does as well. And we appreciate you listening into this week's show. Uh, wanted to also introduce our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Hello, Tony.
1: Well, I just uh, when you said that fingers and toes, I just started going. Head and fingers, knees and toes, knees and toes. I sort of yes. that song popped into my head. Oh, heard, the kids!
0: Yeah, I know. I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, there you go. Well, yeah, I've been great as always, Jeff. Hanging in there, you know, just trying to get back to normalcy here. Still working at that. Uh, haven't achieved it yet, but I've been really busy this week. How about you? What have you been doing?
0: Uh good. We're we're busy. We have uh, actually some exciting news. Uh, a new addition to the Paladin Financial team. Uh Trevor Newfeld joined us. Oh. This, you were gonna say are we pregnant, aren't we? Are you expecting are you, <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I'm like, oh no, another no. new addition. This is awfully soon.
1: <laughs> and I, I didn't notice. I mean, you have been eating
0: for two, Jeff, but that's uh, true. I usually do. I, I try. Hold my own. No. Uh, Trevor joined us uh, this week as an associate advisor, and uh, he will be uh, doing a a number of different things for the firm, but we're excited to have him uh, join us here this week. And uh, so we're excited there. And we're also working on plans to expand our office here over the next few months. Um, Hopefully coronavirus cooperates with the uh, construction on that, but we're going to make the office a little bit bigger. So we're excited about that.
1: Wow, that is big news! I can't wait to meet Trevor, and I'm sure he's a great addition to your team there. And I had no idea you were. You're gonna. Are you gonna move offices? Is it gonna change physical locations then?
0: No, nope, no. Nope. We're just push, pushing the wall back and uh, adding in a conference room, couple offices, supply area. Nice. So that's good. Wow,
1: yeah. that's great. That's exciting to hear. Uh, you don't have to move very far. You're just adding more space. That's great. Yeah, well, I, I
0: like the I like the vacuum, Tony. So we're <laughs>
1: yeah more room for you yeah, to play with. I I know you do, um, <laughs> but I know that we're talking about uh, a big topic. Uh, I'm gonna have my wife listen to this one. We should probably listen to it together, though, right? That's what it's all about. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm intrigued by the topic, seriously, Jeff, and not just from a, a financial perspective. I think. I can see how easy it would be to think of retirement as an opportunity to do more of the things we like to do. Um, and some people want to golf. Some people want to fish. Some people want to travel. But like you say, a lot of people will have a spouse during retirement. So you need to build that plan as a team, don't you?
0: Exactly. Yeah. So today we're going to explore how couples should prepare for retirement together and a variety of conversations that you need to have and make the unspoken spoken uh, and make sure you're thinking through some of the things that we're going to discuss here. So a lot to go over. And the, the first thing we'll chat about is discussing your big picture goals together, making sure you those are all out on the table.
1: Well, yeah. And each person's going to have a few things that are important to them, but you have to get on the same page about those goals uh, and that's going to make the rest of the planning process a whole lot easier, I, w- I would assume.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the first things that comes to mind is um, when do you plan on retiring? And we'll cover this in a couple different areas, but when do each of you plan on retiring and what will that look like? Is that going to be moving from full-time to not working at all or full-time to part-time and transitioning? And that's become more and more popular as well as the, as companies have become more flexible in allowing full-time employees to transition into retirement because they have a lot of people that are in their their 60s that have a lot of knowledge and experience that they don't have that replaced yet and they want it's beneficial for the company as well for people to ease into that so that's an important one to to think about Uh, another one is along those same fronts is what do you want retirement to look like in general in terms of where will you be retiring to? Are you moving at all? Will you be, uh, you know, snowbirding, or what that situation might be. Some folks have a retirement, uh, visual of a, a tidy beachfront condo and, uh, you know, a, a nice little place like that. And others want to hop in an RV and run all across the, the country. So again, talking about some of those things, the earlier, the better is a very important thing to consider.
1: Well, yeah, and those are two very different things. I mean, I guess you can do both as well, but you have to find that common ground again with your spouse. And a lot of people do like to travel. I bet you've had clients, Jeff, and people you've worked with uh, with financial planning and retirement planning that do, you know, invest in that RV and hit all of uh, the national parks or what have you out there and love to travel the country. Other people want to just stay at home or visit relatives, things like that. So, I think it's really important and it can make a world of difference to figure that out before you retire, right?
0: Yes, absolutely. There's a lot to think about that. It's funny, it Nicky and I were driving along the other day and we're a long ways away from retirement, but I brought up, you know, I think it'd be nice to have an RV, but that's a that's a pretty big purchase. You can start smaller with those and build, a lot of people build into them over time, but uh, that's one of those things you want to probably rent first and and make sure you're comfortable with that and before you're going out and spending a lot of money on a big machine like that. But um, yeah, those are some things to think about. The next key step is saving money. And if you and your spouse are both working, are you both contributing to your retirement plans at work? Uh, Where are you at with your debt? And uh, are you making contributions to IRAs as well? And something a lot of folks are not aware of as well is if one person is working and the other one isn't, you may be able to fund a spousal IRA for the non-working spouse. So there's some income limitations there, but if you have enough income to cover both contributions, uh, that that's something, uh, something to certainly explore.
1: Wow. A spousal IRA then, it seems like the kind of thing that could really be a valuable tool for a lot of people out there. Uh, what do you have next for us, Jeff?
0: So social security, we talk a lot about social security on the show, and that's an important and integral part of retirement, making sure that we're getting the most out of, of that. Uh, it is an important source of income for most retirees. So you want to think about, and this ties in with the when we plan on retiring uh, conversation, but when do each of you file for social security? Are you going to file at the same time? Uh, is it a delay? Is there much of a difference between your Social Security amounts? And those are all things that we can help you to think through is how do we get the most out of this important retirement resource, run the numbers, keep an eye on that and build that into your plan ahead of time so that it's not a uh, retirement day surprise type of a thing. But you can begin taking Social Security as early as age 62 delay it as far as age 70. And those, there's a lot of decision points in there on how you each get the most out of your, your social security benefit. Um, another yeah. thing to think about <clears throat> is considering your sources of income. So social security is one, we'll talk about pensions here in a moment, but how do all, how does your income compare to your budget? And in order to do that, you have to have a budget in place and know are you on the same terms in terms of um, what you plan your retirement looking like? So again, going back to the RV or the condo or whatever it might be, are you going to have enough uh, income in retirement? And if you're short through Social Security or pensions or part-time income, how are you going to fund that gap? And what's the best way to go about doing that? And again, those are all questions that we can help you to to sort through.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that makes sense. I mean, you got to look at Social Security and all your other possible sources of income. And that's where you come in, I know, as a financial planner and advisor. And you have to make sure that both people get all their goals and expectations out in the open, though, out front so they can discuss all this. And I know the stakes are high. Uh, people prepare for a comfortable retirement, uh, but it isn't the kind of process where you want to pull any punches. You got to be open about where what you have and where you're at and where you want to head. Right. So uh, what do you have next for us?
0: Another common one is you prepare for retirement and really at any stage in in your working years is make sure that your beneficiaries reflect your wishes. And we see this time and time again. I just had a, a client here recently, relatively new client. They had a, an account for a long time uh, with another institution. They had been divorced a long time. They had never updated the beneficiaries on that account and it was still their, their ex-spouse listed. So We want to make sure that we're adjusting that over time as life changes occur, uh, kids, grandkids, whatever it might be, and make sure those reflect your wishes.
1: Yeah, well, beneficiary designations, I know we've talked about that in the past on other shows and they take precedent over a will. So you really want to have those in place on all your accounts and everything that uh, you can uh, designate a beneficiary and a secondary, you want to make sure that's all filled out. Now, some people out there, if they don't have a family uh, or they can't think of who to put as a beneficiary, I always like to offer my name, Jeff. Yes. For yes. them in that case. It is a
0: great idea, folks.
1: <laughs> so, uh, but seriously, uh, how do you change your beneficiaries? Is it a simple process?
0: Yeah, a relatively simple process, making sure they're labeled correctly and there are different ways of structuring your beneficiaries. If you have kids and grandkids and something happens, uh, God forbid, to one of your, your kids, for example, do their kids get their share or does that get spread out amongst your surviving children? So different ways of structuring that. If you have a 401k or other retirement plan at work, Uh, contact them and and they'll have their own process for going through that. We help our clients out with that process, both on the the accounts that we manage for them. And if they're still working uh, their 401ks or other retirement plans, but sometimes it's an online form uh, that you would complete a paper form typically and uh, fill that out, make sure it's done correctly, submit that to the institution. And the other thing is follow through to make sure that change gets made. That's another Mistake we see we've seen along the way is uh, people submit uh, beneficiary changes, but it got lost in the void and it never got implemented. So, we want to follow Yikes. through on that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's great advice. So, uh, and that seems simple enough. Now, what's next as far as preparing for retirement as a couple?
0: Now, another thing to consider going back to the when do we both retire? One thing to consider is potentially staging that retirement. So let's say you you both want to retire at the same time. Well, if you retire, there's a lot of changes that go along with that. You're adjusting to no longer getting up at a certain time and having to get in the car and all the things that, that go along with our working routine, if you will. And that can sometimes cause stress for people. So one thing to consider is should one person retire first, they get adjusted to the new pace of life, if you will, and uh, that's less stress in the household once they've gone through that process. And then the second person retires and they're able to navigate through that as well. So potentially staggering your retirement dates is uh, something to consider.
1: Yeah, I think that's important. And sometimes there's a, a big eight, there might be an age difference. So they might not want to retire at the same time. So they have to think about that ahead of time. And I know health benefits can come into play there Uh, It's really good. And I've never really thought about the notion of maybe staggering your retirement dates on purpose before, but it does make a lot of sense.
0: It it does. And it's interesting with the coronavirus, you know, and so many people that are now working at home. We have clients that uh, are now in the house all day long together and uh, maybe not working as much. Some have been furloughed or reduced hours, whatever it might be. And it's giving people a kind of a test drive on what retirement might look like and in, in being around each other more than they have been in quite some time. So that's uh, something to consider. Yeah, you have yep. to get used
1: to that, I bet.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> some more than others. Right, right. <laughs> Uh, another thing to, to think about that's a bit of a departure from the track we've been on is that sometimes people, as they approach retirement, they decide, you know what, let's let's part ways and they, they get a divorce. So that opens up a, a whole different um, set of conversations to have and think through. But you know if you have marital assets, those are, are going to be separated in some way, shape, or form. If you have retirement plans, there's a thing called a quadro, which is a qualified domestic relations order that uh, goes through and how, how your assets are separated on your retirement plans, your IRAs, things like that. So we also want to be aware of Social Security benefits and how that will impact things. So there's a number of things that you want to consider if divorce is potentially going to be an outcome for you. Um, switching gears a little bit, we're going to dive into some mistakes that couples make in their, their planning process for retirement. And one of the things is thinking about my money and your money and, and our money. And there's some situations like a second or a third marriage where each spouse needs to take a look at their own assets and make sure their, their needs are covered. But generally speaking, preparing for retirement uh, as a team is, is the smart play. So how do you navigate that together? Right, that's, a, that's good advice. Uh, what's next? Uh, Another strategy mistake is not adequately adequately considering differences in your life expectancy. And you touched on that uh, a little bit. If you have different ages, uh, your ages, your health, making sure you're thinking through those things. Um, If one person doesn't have as long of a life expectancy, that could impact, well, how are we going to use assets? Which, whose assets do we use first? When do we file for social security based on that? So it's not a fun topic, but something you want to plan ahead for uh, that can be very important. And an age difference could mean, again, that one spouse is beginning to take their required minimum distributions from their pre-tax assets several years before the other spouse. So that ties into income planning. Where do we take that income first? Uh, From which accounts do we take that income first? Yeah. So those are some things to consider there. And finally, health differences, that can also play into long-term care needs, potentially long-term care insurance, your healthcare, and also the types of activities that you, you, you do in retirement.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And everybody's situation is different. Everybody's different. That's why as a couple, it's great to get on the same page, but a conversation about life expectancy, Jeff, you're right. It doesn't sound very fun, but like you say, it's a critical part of preparing for
0: retirement. It is. It is definitely. Um, Another topic is pensions. If one of you or both of you have a pension, some pensions offer a lump sum option, and then you have several options on how you take a payout based on your your life. Uh, And in some situations, taking that lump sum out of the pension is a good idea. And in some situations, it's not. So uh, we have a a client um, that has two pensions actually from the same former employer and in evaluating their pensions, one of them, it made sense for them to take a lump sum out and the other pension, which was wired a little bit differently, it made more sense to take an actual pension, a monthly income. So we want to understand what the pension offers and evaluate, is this a good deal to take that payout? or not so good deal based on the numbers. And that's something we can help you to evaluate. Um, The other thing to consider in deciding, do I take a lump sum or do I take the income on the pension is what do you have in total assets? If you have limited assets, it might make more sense for you to take the lump sum so that you have enough assets for emergencies that might occur in retirement. So there's a lot to consider with that.
1: Yeah, and that's a good point. I mean, make sure the surviving spouse if maybe they can't handle the finances on their own they need to find a trustworthy person to do it for them uh, and really look at each individual what they have and as a couple i think it's incredibly important
0: absolutely you know a lot, for most couples one person's the primary when it when it comes to investments and financial decisions the other person has other areas of the their household that they take care of Uh, If the primary person who knows this stuff and has been more involved in it is gone tomorrow, is the other person going to be able to step into their shoes adequately? They may not have the interest level that the other person had, but you want to make sure your surviving spouse, your partner is in good hands, that they have enough knowledge about how all this stuff works that they make good decisions and they're not going to become a victim to someone that's giving them bad advice and isn't looking out for their best interest. So uh, that's where working with a trusted advisor is very important. If you're um, someone who's handled the investments and you have a good relationship with a trusted advisor, you know your spouse is in good hands if something was to happen to you.
1: Right. And this has been a great conversation. I mean, this is a good topic. I'm glad you picked this one, Jeff, because there are a lot of couples out there. And I know most of the people that come to you for uh, financial advice or retirement and want a retirement plan. uh, A lot of them, the majority are couples. So uh, I know some of these conversations aren't fun to have, but they're so important uh, to have them before you retire. Uh, Great episode, Jeff, but we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go?
0: Uh, just to encourage folks if you're a regular listener, um, please take a moment to scroll down to the uh, the bottom of your podcast app and give us a quick review. We would truly appreciate that. We want to make as many people aware of our, our show here as possible. And if you would like help with anything we've talked about today or any other episodes, uh, please feel free to reach out to us. You can send us an email at info at uh, Give us a call at 877. 877- 3199. Um, and you can also s- send us an email or give us a call if there are any questions you'd like us to address in the show. But we do appreciate you listening in and uh, hope you're everyone's safe out there. And we look forward to speaking with you again here soon.
1: All right. And that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk.